Hey friends, it's the Simple On Purpose podcast. Welcome, I am Shauna, your host, mom of three, minimalist, life coach, and your nerdy girlfriend. If you want to talk about bird identification, microbiology, or cheese, I am here for that too. I'm here for all of it. (laughs) So today I want to give you this bonus episode. And this episode is part of the Making Change Challenge that I have put out in February and it's free to join. You can join in at any time and get those lessons emailed right out to you. There's four weeks, four lessons, one lesson each week. And I want to share with you the lesson on what you can control, what you can influence, and what is your concern. Because it's really important that we pay attention to the things we are trying to change, but we actually don't have control over. And I've been life coaching women for a few years. I've life coached women all over the world on all types of issues. And I'll tell you a huge hurdle we all have every single day is that we want to change things we really don't have control over. So we're just going to jump right into this lesson. And if you want more of this, then join the Making Change Challenge. The link for that is in the show notes. And it's all about change. And it's important to talk about change because like every cheesy card that you give to someone on their 50th birthday, we are reminded that change is inevitable. And there are a few types of change you might be going through. One is maybe a change that you want, but you don't really know how to get. A change you don't want and it's happening to you regardless. You can't control it. There's change that we do want and we can't control. And maybe we don't really know how to kind of come alongside it and be proactive with it. So I want to talk about this more today, how to come alongside things that we want to change. And it's so important for us to know what we have control over and what we don't. So what to change in your life? What would make your life better right now? What would make you happier, healthier, more successful? What do you want to see changed? Take a minute and consider these questions. So many of us might have answers like, I want my kids to listen. I want my husband to help with the chores. I want my home to be decluttered and organized. I want to eat healthy and be more active. And here's the thing about change. It's a wonderful thing to long for change. When there is a part of us that seeks change, we can listen closely to that part because it tells us there's room to explore. There could be a better way. And I'm going to link to the Be Brave episode on the podcast because this discomfort we feel, it's called cognitive dissonance, and it's actually a very real thing, and we feel it mentally, emotionally, and physically. So sure, some of us use change as a way of distraction or avoidance. That might be your habit, to run from things. And for you, making a change would look like staying and dealing with things. But here we are, we all have change in the back of our minds. It would be nice if, if only, what if. And this might be as far as some people get with their change journey. In the last lesson, we talked about growth mindset being necessary to see that changing and trying and failing and learning is what makes us more resilient and successful. A growth mindset allows us to be proactive with change. When we shift into a growth mindset, we embrace the struggle that comes with making change. But here's another hurdle that we all must face, especially moms, and that is changing what you are actually in control to change. Because the reality is that we look at our lives and all the players in it and the circumstances around us and we see what they need to change in order for us to be happy. It's very hard to see what we need to change. And this is natural. After all, our brain is designed to run like a machine. So it's being very efficient on autopilot, thinking the thoughts it always has, 
solving the problems the same way it always has, even if these thoughts and solutions are not really making our lives better. Our brain is doing its job of reacting to perceived danger. And if we want to be proactive about making changes, we need to interrupt our brain. That's our job. As people who want to grow and learn and uplevel our lives, we need to interrupt that autopilot and be mindful about the thoughts we have and the actions we're taking. So to help us pause here and be mindful about making change, I want to talk about the difference between control and influence. Because one area we actually have agency to change and one we don't. And change can be immensely frustrating if we don't stop and differentiate this first. So in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey does something called the circle of concern, the circle of influence. So draw a circle in your mind. Inside it are things that concern you or worry you, like the education system, your nation's laws, traffic, the health of your family, your finances, other people's opinions, the price of cauliflower, natural disasters, what your kids' teachers think. You get it. This is everything in your circle of concern. Now draw another circle inside this one. This is your circle of influence. You can move things in here that you have influence over, as in These are things that you can take some kind of action that will affect the situation that is concerning you. Right here, you can see that there are some things you either have no influence over or things that you just, you'll probably won't ever take action to influence. Like if you're concerned about the environment, you can reduce your waste, use less plastic, use less water, that kind of thing. This moves it from being a concern to something in your circle of influence. But you could choose to not do those things. Maybe you don't want to do all those things. Then this issue stays in your circle of concern. And now draw another circle inside that circle of influence. This is your circle of control. These are things you have direct control over. And Stephen Covey doesn't add this circle, but many others do because it's necessary to differentiate between what we can influence and what we can control. So I'm going to unpack it all a bit more here. Concern. It is really important to pay attention to what is in your circle of concern and how you are responding to it. How do you handle your worry? Stephen Covey says that people who are reactive, those people who are just responding to life rather than directing their own life, they spend a lot of energy and worry on things in their circle of concern. There are a lot of things cluttering up the space. They spend a lot of time thinking about them and talking about them. A lot of emotional energy goes to worry and anxiety about these things. And I'm sure we all have parts of our life where we know we're just being reactive instead of proactive. But the people who are proactive, the people who are seeking out ways to plan and improve their situation, they redirect their worry into practical actions. And what they're actually doing is they're moving things from their circle of concern into their circle of influence by problem solving. The more they problem solve how to use their influence and impact change, the more they learn, the more they see, the more their circle of influence grows. They are taking responsibility for what they can do in this situation, and it helps them kind of get their feet wet for doing it in a lot of situations. Let's talk about influence. As a life coach, I coach women on things they want to change in their life, and I work on my own stuff every day. So I know the value of identifying what is in my ability to control and what isn't, because we do have a lot of influence over people and circumstances in our life, but we do not have a lot of control over these things. And here is the short version. I wish maybe somebody would have hit me over the head with it when I was like 25 and freshly married. We cannot control what other people think, feel, or do. 
We can't. It sucks because we want to. We think it would make our life easier, but we can't. We can't control how our kids are feeling or what actions they choose to take on the playground. We can't control how our husband feels about cuddling us or doing the dishes. We can't control how our exes feel or what our siblings do or the health of our parents. We can't control these things, but we can influence these things. And here's where we can zoom in on. First, what things are we fighting to have control over when we only actually have influence? How does this make us act in our home? How does it consume our thoughts? What do we make it mean when someone doesn't think or do what we want them to do, when something doesn't happen that we think should happen? What do we think it means about us? What do we tell ourselves? The other thing to ask here is, how are we using our influence over the things we truly can't control? I mean, how are we responding to everything, from traffic to other people's attitudes to our family's cleanliness? Are we nagging, steamrolling, stonewalling, complaining? because all of these are a very poor use of our influence. If we want to influence change over things we can't control, all we have at our disposal is how we show up. So what are some ways we can be proactive with our influence? Here's some examples I could think of. I can ask them how I can support them. And this is important because we often long to quote unquote, help people who don't want our help. I can praise their efforts and reinforce the positives rather than grumble on the negatives. And that's back to encouraging a growth mindset in others by demonstrating it in our attitudes towards them. I can listen more in order to learn about their side before I steamroll them or stonewall them. And if you want to have a little refresher on this, check out the Listening Closer episode in the Show Up For Your Life series. Here's another way I can influence. I can pick my battles. And every mom said hashtag amen. I can stay in my own lane and do my own work because other people's thoughts are not my business. I can extend some friendship. If I don't like the culture, I can make a step in shifting it. I can change the subject. Don't hop on board with the negative Nancy Express. I can set boundaries. Yes, these can be done with love and preserve a relationship at the same time. I can take a step back. If you're trying too hard, maybe try a little less. I can lean in closer. If you're avoiding, maybe get more engaged. And it is that old saying, be the change you want to see in the world. The older I get, the more I see that these cliche sayings are sayings for a reason. What you will see here is that we influence others by how we show up for them and how we show up for ourselves in relation to them. Now let's talk about control. And I want to talk about two issues. The first is trying to control everything. And the other is not taking responsibility to control anything. So a lack of control. If we feel helpless or stuck or frustrated, we might be stuck in a mindset that says everything is out of our control because it is really hard to take responsibility for what is actually in control, our mindsets and behaviors. First, our mindsets, they're stuck on autopilot. It's hard to see where we can change because we don't question our thoughts. We think they're correct. We think they're mandatory. And second, our behaviors, they're also on autopilot as habits. And we keep doing them because they give us some kind of payoff or make things easier, at least temporarily. But really, our thoughts and actions are the only things we truly have actual control over in this world. They are what we need to step up and be responsible with. And in order to do that, we first need to accept that we are in control of our mindsets and actions. There are some of you who might need to be reminded that you aren't a victim of your life. You have the responsibility and the right to take control of these things.
And let's talk about the other experience we might have. If we are feeling stressed about managing all the things and all the people and all the situations, and we are feeling like nothing we do works, then we might be in a mindset where we haven't separated what we can control from what we can influence. We can spend a lot of energy and stress trying to change things that are truly out of our control, other people's thoughts, feelings, and actions. How do we be more responsible with the things we can control? We address our mindsets and our actions together. They must go together, as I explained in the last lesson about the cognitive behavioral therapy model. So to wrap up, let's talk about the worksheets and moving ahead. In the worksheets for this week, you're going to be led through listing the things that are in your circles of control, influence, and concern. And there will be some places for you to reflect on how you've been showing up and acting when it comes to these different areas, and then setting new direction on how you want to show up and act. I hope that lesson was helpful to you guys. I will include the worksheets in the show notes if you want to grab a copy for yourself. I also want to let you know about the Life on Purpose Academy. You've heard me mention it before, and that is my monthly group coaching program for moms who want to show up for their actual lives, like you don't have to change your whole life to love it. You can show up for the life you have with more peace, more presence, and more purpose. But maybe this seems like a big commitment to you to get into this monthly program where we are going to see each other's faces and that kind of thing. So maybe you just want a taste of what it's like to be in the program. I am offering the monthly topic lessons as a little mini course that you can buy, get an idea of the lessons that we're teaching. We talk about thought traps. We talk about mindsets. We talk about the myths that we believe when it comes to these topics, because what I want for you is to get some support if you need it right now. I think everyone should have a coach or a counselor or a therapist, and maybe I'm not the coach for you, but if you want some support right now, right where you are, you can get these lessons for yourself and start doing the work, the thought work that is required for you to be building up your intentional life step-by-step, step, day by day, with meaningful steps and meaningful mindsets. All right, guys, thanks for joining in for this bonus episode. As always, you can find me on Instagram at simpleonpurpose.ca and message me there. And I hope that you have a great week paying attention to the things that matter to you and building up your life simple on purpose. <laughs>